Hello, everyone, and welcome to another installment of Podcast 360, your go-to resource for medical news and clinical updates. I'm your moderator, Rebecca Mashaw, with Consultant 360 Specialty Network. With us today is Dr. Parambir Dulay, a gastroenterologist and assistant professor of medicine from the University of California at San Diego. Dr. Dulay recently co-authored a study on the role of symptoms, biomarkers, imaging, and endoscopy within treat-to-target algorithms for inflammatory bowel disease, with the goal of providing practical guidance to the use of these tools in clinical practice. Thank you for joining us today, Dr. Delay. You mentioned in the abstract to your study that while resolution of symptoms is the primary goal for patients following an IBD flare, there may be discordance between resolution of symptoms, biomarkers, and endoscopy. Can you explain more about what kind of discordance practitioners might see and why it occurs? When we think about treating inflammatory bowel disease patients, we take a multi-tiered approach to um, how we think about the goals of treatment. You know, the first primary goal is to help patients start feeling better so that the disease has a lower impact on their quality of life. And so this is primarily measured through symptom resolution, such as diarrhea, rectal bleeding, pain, and fatigue. Um, However, in many patients, despite the fact that they feel well, their functioning has improved and their quality of life is much better, there is still persistent inflammation of the mucosa, um, which can impact the long-term treatment outcomes. And so although our primary goal is to help them feel better, we do need to take a much deeper look into making sure that the disease itself is fully in remission because that has long-term implications. Uh, When we've looked at prior clinical trials in Crohn's disease, there can be almost a 50% disconnect where in 50% of patients who are feeling well, they still have inflammation in their bowels. And in ulcerative colitis, it's a little bit better, but still one in five patients who have complete resolution of their symptoms will still have inflammation in their colon, which has long-term implications on their disease. You also noted that achieving endoscopic remission is associated with improved outcomes and reduction in hospitalizations and surgeries. What specific differences did you find between patients who did achieve endoscopic remission and those who did not? The persistence of mucosal inflammation as measured and evaluated by lower endoscopy, which could be either a sigmoidoscopy or colonoscopy, um, has been associated with uh, significant increases in long-term risk. So persistence and severity of mucosal inflammation is known to increase a patient's risk for hospitalization for severe flares, requiring surgery for medically refractory flares, uh, and even the long-term progression of disease to developing colon cancer in patients who have inflammation in the colon. So what has been observed in studies is that the patients who achieve endoscopic remission or healing of the mucosa as visualized by lower endoscopy Um, have lower rates of hospitalization, surgery, progression to colon cancer relative to patients who still have persistent inflammation despite clinical improvements in disease activity. Can you tell us more about the treat-to-target approach that uses algorithmic treatment adjustments and repetitive assessments of disease and how this approach can benefit patients with IBD? Across many disease domains, we've now started to transition towards defining what our target outcomes are. Um, This can be as far back as looking at hypertension, where we're trying to target specific hypertension goals and keep adjusting therapies until we get there. 
Um, given the associations observed with the achievement of endoscopic remission and improvements in long-term outcomes for IBD, uh, we've now begun to incorporate endoscopic remission as a target goal for our treatments. And so within that and within some of the framework for other disease domains, this concept has developed of treating to target, where we essentially repetitively evaluate for the target, which would be endoscopic inflammation, and keep adjusting therapies until we're able to achieve that target um, so that we can improve long-term goals. Now, one of the problems with our target in IBD of endoscopic remission is that it requires frequent assessments of the inside of the colon or small bowel with lower endoscopy, which can be burdensome to patients, providers, and the healthcare system. So what we've done here in our algorithm is we've combined all the available evidence uh, from clinical trials, observational cohort studies, meta-analyses, um, and large population studies to create essentially a stepwise approach for providers where they begin with clinical assessments to determine if treatment adjustments are made. Then once they've achieved clinical resolution of disease, they follow it up with biomarkers of inflammation, which are non-invasive assessments of mucosal inflammation, such as C-reactive protein or fecal calprotectin, to allow for treatment adjustments. And then subsequently, the final step in the algorithm is to confirm that endoscopic remission has been achieved with lower endoscopy. And so by combining those different types of assessments in a sequential stepwise treat-to-target approach, uh, we can optimize the efficiency with which we can achieve endoscopic remission in routine practice, recognizing all the barriers that occur with routine monitoring and endoscopy and, and frequent assessments um, and achieve the goal of endoscopic remission, which improves long-term outcomes for patients. How can gastroenterologists apply your findings to their practice? Within the publication, we've actually created a figure uh, that providers can print out, have on their bulletin board, and essentially walk through that helps them understand exactly what they should be doing for the patient they're seeing in front of them based on where they fit into the algorithm um, and where they fit into their disease, uh, disease state. And so by having that figure and that tool available in practice, we're hopeful that it'll be much easier for gastroenterologists to implement treat-to-target monitoring for IBD patients, which would hopefully lead to improved endoscopic remission rates and better outcomes for the entire population. What are the key takeaways of your study in regard to the care of patients with IBD? I think the big thing that we have to recognize as we begin to progressively move forward with some of our goal setting uh, to try to get patients in a better disease state and disease outcome is recognizing that there are many barriers in practice that create issues with implementation of how we achieve those goals. And so what I really want providers to take away from this study is that you want to think about things in a multi-dimensional domain where you assess different opportunities and, and aspects of the patient to help make the best decision in the moment, um, working towards a common goal um, that will be achieved throughout those iterative adjustments and assessments. Well, thank you very much for talking with us today. This is very interesting. Yeah, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk through this and highlighting this article. I think this is an important concept for IBD patients. It's one that um, is evolving and therefore needs uh, reasonable guidance and understanding of how to implement on a routine practice basis uh, for, for all gastroenterologists across all practices.